Photo Shelter presents Vision Slightly Blurred. I'm Sarah Jacobs. And I'm Alan Murabayashi. Alan, do you think when the creators of Instagram made the app that they anticipated a lot of the accounts basically stealing old images are doing a really good job at it and also getting a lot of followers. I know, it kills me a little bit. Right? kills me inside. It's, <laughs> I know. <laughs> One of my favorites that I've been following for the longest time is probably... Do we have to bleep out Jerry? We'll bleep it, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Jerry is probably the most iconic account that has the most followers that has just been stealing content like from the beginning of time. Yeah. Since... 2011, stealing content from 2011. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So, Jerry's been stealing content forever, but that's not even. I mean, and has Jerry been sued or like? Should we talk about Jerry? Yeah. Well, I mean, let's dive in, like, because they've got a crazy story. People love following funny accounts. Yeah. And if you look at the history of Vine or you look at TikTok, uh, all of the most successful people there were doing comedy. Mm hmm. Um, and so the question, you know, if you're walking down the street, someone's like, hey, man, you like comedy? You know, you're you're an asshole if you don't say yes, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, so, and like then you, you buy no a ticket soul. to some uh, stand-up comedy show. But so Jerry, you know, started as memes or just funny photos. And it's just this guy, Elliot Tabelli, who amassed an audience of now 14.4 million people and then created a media company because he was so successful with this called Jerry Media. Yeah, so brands started approaching him, I believe, to be like, we ha- we want to advertise like through your followers. You have such a big following on this platform. Like, we want to pay you. And then he was like, oh, I could make a whole agency out of this. And was charging, you know, if if the reports are are to be believed, between thirty and seventy five thousand dollars a post. Based on what we've talked about with influencers, totally believe sounds it. about right. Yeah. yeah. So ethical conundrum number one for me, because I used to follow Jerry back in the day. And then I was like, you know what? F*** it. I'm not following Jerry anymore. There's going to be a you, lot of bleeping Jerry. in this episode. <laughs> but, you know, it's one thing if you just get a kick out of curating stuff. And there's definitely accounts that just curate. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's another thing if you start making money off of it. Because then you're literally making money off of someone else's content, which is slightly ethically better in my viewpoint than stealing content not to make money. I mean, you're taking money out of that person's pocket, but at least you're not making money off of it. Yeah. Wait, you're saying it's better not to make money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you shouldn't steal in the first place. No. I mean, unless you meme it and it's better than their meme. Yeah. So, But the crazy thing about Jerry is, so it turns out, he was also through Jerry Media helping to promote the Fire Festival. Remember the Fire Festival? Two yeah. documentaries made off of the Fire Festival? Two. One of which he helped produce. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. Oh, God. This guy is so smart. So he helped put on the Fire Festival, he helped promote it. Helped His, promote it. Right. He wasn't, he wasn't, as far as I know, he wasn't a producer of it. Right. Okay, he wasn't privy to the shit show that was going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, and then he also made money from the doc? Yeah. Guy's smart. Yeah, there was a Netflix doc and a Hulu doc. I don't know which one he did, but he, he, you know, 
It was it was sold to Hulu and to Netflix, so he obviously put some coin in his pocket. Totally. So in earlier in the year, I think it was around February, uh, Comedy Central pulled advertising from Jerry Media after he acknowledged that he's basically stealing content without proper attribution. Took the guy eight years. Took the guy eight years, and people <laughs> had been complaining. Comedians, yeah. specifically, had been complaining for years yeah. and years and years. And it wasn't until a big corporate entity that actually had power said, "We're not advertising with you." Did he? then make a mea culpa apology. But here's the thing that kills me. <laughs> okay, so he says, quote, effective immediately, we will no longer post content when we cannot identify the creator and will require the original creator's advanced consent before publishing their content to our followers. Nowhere in it does he say we will license content. Right. All he says is we'll attribute uh-huh. and ask for permission. Oh God, it kills me. The captions, I noticed the change because I still follow the account. The captions are just like, posted with consent from, and I'm like, oh God, the word consent. I just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. just, all of it feels icky to me. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. We've, we've talked about this before, but uh, the challenge for photographers in this environment is in social media, the currency is followers. To photographers, the currency is photos. There's a huge disconnect in the way that that each group values photography or values a joke or values a meme or or whatnot, right? Mm -hmm. Jerry doesn't care. No. Because he's all about those $14.4 million. And I mean, yeah, sure. Like, congratulations. You you got a lot of followers off of it. Yeah. But also, dude, you stole all that content. Another one that I actually started following, this is this is actually the one that I have the biggest conflict in my heart about. <laughs> yes. History Cool Kids. Aw, this is a sweet account. I like it. So it's 741,000 followers, so not even a million. Okay. So in terms of, you know, wielding influence and being able to get $30,000 ad placements, not not possible. Mm. Uh there was an uh, there was an interview on L.com with the creator of History Cool Kids, uh, where the person, rightfully and smartly so, did not reveal their identity. <laughs> Anonymous. They don't want to get sued. They don't want to get sued. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seems like they have a genuine interest in history. Right. Because it's a sweet account. It's a sweet account. They. I mean, here's the thing that kills me about it. The the owner of the account is a really good curator of history and photography that promotes this history. Mm -hmm. That's what kills me about it. Mm -hmm. But like, okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I'm pro sharing these images on Instagram, especially to follower accounts that are like not an insane amount. They're probably not making any money. This is different than a Jerry situation where they're not taking on uh, brands or, or, you know, companies to post their content right which yeah so that that we know of yeah that we know of because we don't know because because they haven't revealed their identity and maybe there's background deals right yeah that's true but here's the problem to me it's different when you take a historical photo from world war one and you recount some historical event boring versus posting a photo of some rock band from the 70s where the photographer is still alive and like trying to make a buck and you know Mm. what what is the value of that post i don't know if you went to getty and you're like social media only instagram only 
100 bucks 200 bucks no Less? no alan those are like you gotta pay like 600 dollars oh, you do for, for, the, oh, for like unique ones yeah. yeah 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 okay yeah yeah so could the account exist if they properly license images no it's impossible no it's so expensive not for a daily they'd have to be paying upwards of like 15k i don't know no let's see i don't know a lot so what do you do what do you do about it what do you do you um i don't know i don't think anybody is policing instagram no because it's all it's all right it's all just individual right it's all like individual photographers would have to approach the account and if there's no real way to figure out who's running it then one of my personal favorites accounts is a friend that runs his own it's trey taylor um something he does is he shares old uh, celebrity photos. Mm-hmm. They're generally paparazzi photos. And he also does a lot of reporting for the caption. So he, he will go back and read. He will pour over interviews from like People Magazine from back in the day or rewatch old Oprah interviews. And then he'll piece together these really incredible stories um, about celebrities that you either didn't know because this stuff was happening like in the early 90s or early 2000s. Or stuff that you just like, you yeah, you would never had never come onto your radar. It's one of my favorite accounts. So he, he's very talented. He only has forty six point nine yeah uh, k followers. Right? Do you think he's licensing the images? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> you want to you want to ask him? <laughs> I could I could text and ask him. Trey, I'll text you. <laughs> I'll text you. Um, another one that he works with is uh, that I like that's stealing images is Velvet Coke. Um, that is mostly paparazzi shots. Mm-hmm. And th- that's less intensive uh, captions. That's just like, here's Celine Dion in 1993, like looking fly. My other, one of my other personal favorites that's like stealing so many photos and putting them on product is the official Sean Penn. This person, I'm pretty sure it's a woman that runs the account. It's not the actor, Sean Penn. Right. Sorry. No, it's a fan of Sean Penn. Um, she just writes the funniest captions um, and kind of pokes fun at celebrity culture and Hollywood in general. But then she'll put these pictures on like towels and sell them like that. That is like beyond like what what is happening? How are the photographers not finding this? So let's say you are a paparazzi. Yeah. And let's say you make your money off of getting scoops of celebrity exes at this hotel will be walking out between 1.30 and 1.45. And if you get the shot, you make $2,000 that day. And then you're not making any money for the next week because of what, you know, scheduling circumstances. And... Famous person X posts your photo, so you sue them. But then you see the same photo posted to Trey Taylor. Hmm. What do you do as a paparazzi? Are you like, dude, I'm suing you. You violated my copyright. I'm suing you for statutory damages. I, I registered it. I'm suing you for $150,000. Or are you like, nah, man, it's, it's history, man. It's cool. It's history. <laughs> Uh, that's a good question. Then, I mean, I would definitely, I mean, people are suing, as we've talked about, people are suing, paparazzi is suing celebrities yeah, pretty consistently. As they should. Yeah, they should. No, and, and now I've noticed that paparazzi that do have Instagram, they'll put in the caption, they'll be like, for brands, you need to license this. Fans, go ahead and post. I've literally oh, I've wow. seen that. Yeah, which I'm like, okay, that's cute. We like that. Yeah. As like a social media user and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, arguably I guess the paparazzi 
they can make more money by suing the celebrity, right? So there's more incentive to sue them rather than this like random Instagram account. Well, I'm no lawyer, but if I was, and you were the paparazzi who only sued rich celebrities and didn't sue History Cool Kids or Trey Taylor, my argument as a lawyer would be, well, you're not enforcing your intellectual property evenly, therefore oh. it's invalid. Really? That's the argument. I mean, again, I'm if, not If I'm you not a were lawyer. repping the, so, the if celebrity. I was repping, yeah. I'd Got say you. this is this is BS because you're you obviously don't care mm. about your intellectual property. You only care when you're going to make a buck and therefore oh. we want to throw this out. That's oh. the argument that I would make. Okay. Got it. Um, to get it kicked out of court. Yeah. Whoa. So right. so then then that puts the photographer in, in, in the position where, okay, well, then I have to enforce everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would hope that, you know, that they would approach Trey with a takedown notice and that that would be the end of it. Which, and you know what? I... I don't want to brag. I have 2,000 followers, but I have done takedown notices and, they, and Instagram does take them down. Oh. You, you can, there's, oh. there's a form. Actually, there's a, you can report the, a copyright violation. Mm-hmm. And in most cases, the I've seen these posts taken down in, you know, 48 hours or so. Oh, wow. So the mechanism works okay. for the most part because yeah. they, you know, there's a safe harbor provision in uh, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act that protects the platforms like Instagram or Google or Facebook, blah, 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 as long as when somebody makes a proper takedown notice that they actually take the content down. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So then we get to the fat Jewish. The fat Jewish, in case you don't know this guy, he's a comedian, as far as I know. Uh, His shtick is to have his hair kind of like a peepee long stocking where it's braided <laughs> and there must be a wire in there because it like sticks straight up. <laughs> maybe he just uses a lot of gel, Alan. Yeah, maybe he uses a lot of gel. You know, he's a fat Jewish guy, hence his name, the Fat Jewish. Yeah, uh, he owns it well. He is good friends with Emily Ratajkowski, the, the model, who was famous from the Robin Thicke Blurred Lines. That was, you know, her 21, her kind of breakout role. And, you know, she's a very uh, articulate and well-spoken uh, a person, but so she's buddies with the Fat Jewish, and the Fat Jewish launched a wine company called Wine Babe because the Fat Jewish has twenty. No, the Fat Jewish has ten million followers. No, more than that. Oh no. Yeah, so Fat Jewish has ten million. He launches a wine company called Wine Babe with Emrata as kind of his spokesperson, right? Emrata sipping rosé wine at the height of you know rosé time a couple years ago when they launched it in a swimsuit emrata looks great in a swimsuit you see emrata whether you're a guy or girl in a swimsuit drinking wine babe you're going to want to drink wine babe yeah so he's selling this stuff and then earlier in the year oh by the way emrata has 24 million people earlier in the year sold to imbev which also owns anheuser-busch so the parent company of anheuser-busch buys wine babe (laughs) Right, the fat Jewish is a guy, if I'm not mistaken, had also earlier in his career as a comedian guy stealing content. Right? Yeah. So here's he was. here's the conundrum. You can say it's innocuous for these curation accounts to be posting this stuff, but their whole game is to amass millions of followers, then leverage it into something else that they're going to sell. Yeah. 
I that's mean, my problem with it. I mean, if they're smart. If they're smart, yeah, they're idiots if they don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> they're idiots. Yeah, right? I, I, I feel like, obviously, like, that moment for Instagram has now passed. Like, we're past the point of, and we've talked about this a lot, you can't, you can't sign up for Instagram today and get two million yeah, followers. Not, not organically, you're no, not going to do it. Yeah, no. So they capitalized on that moment by stealing other people's content. Who knows if they actually, they, I doubt they had a plan in place at that time. No, no, no. No. And that. But then they were like, wait. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many instances of that where people you have never heard of amass five to 20 million followers create a media company, and now that's their shtick. (laughs) It is insane. And you know what it reminds me of? I mean, I hate to go back to this, but it totally reminds me of Unsplash, which is using free content. And when that becomes huge, they're like, oh, by the way, we have another company. Mm -hmm. And this is a, a, a leads mechanism for how we actually make money. We're so stupid as consumers. <laughs> we are, but we also want to laugh, Alan. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> but it's like, then why can't you create original content? Yeah. You know? Why, know. Right. why can't you license it properly? Why, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're cheap and they don't want to spend the money. I mean, it's interesting. You know, you mentioned Trey. He's going through all of this this research. Yeah. It's come up with like a really good caption, spending all this time. Yes. And then he just steals a photo. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> right. There's a disconnect in the way that people value photography because everybody feels like, oh, I, I can go out there and take a photo, mm-hmm. which, yeah, you can go out there and take a photo, but you can't take this historical photo. You right. have no way of taking that historical photo where only one person might have been there to take that photo. Yeah, absolutely. So, for the record. Yeah. He values the paparazzi a lot. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. But, you know, saying I respect the paparazzi is different than paying the paparazzi, right? Yes. Saying, like, I respect the yellow cab drivers is different than actually taking the yellow cab instead of getting the Uber. No, a thousand percent. So there's choices where we have to vote with our wallet. I mean, I hate to get into, like, all this kind of stuff, but it's like the little man is, like, suffering. The little photographer man is suffering because of these these choices that we make. So do you, do you continue following these accounts? Yes. Yeah. I know. Well, that's the problem. Well, I, I unfollowed Jerry many years ago. Cause that I was, was like, smart. I was like, this shit. Yeah. And then history cool kids. I can't unfollow. Cause it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's, so, it's just really it's nice. Good content. It's I nice really wish, account. I really wish they would figure out a way to, you know, maybe not daily, but maybe if they did three posts a week and figure out how to li- license the content properly. And Who's going to fund that, Ellen? I don't that's, know. I that's mean, the thing. But, but you know what? If 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 an account said, listen, we want to do by, right by the creators and therefore 20%, like one post a week is going to be advertising and that will fund the licensing of this content. Yeah. Don't you think the audience would be like, okay, man, at least someone's being honest about it. That's true. I agree. It's just like, how do you get the amount of followers in order to make money from the ads? I know, but if, 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 if you're saying that people don't go into it, most people don't go into it with the intent of becoming, you know, a 20 million follower account, mm-hmm. and this happens and all of a sudden they have a million followers, then that's the point at which you say, okay, yeah. I got to do this right. It okay. was fun for a while. It's a hobby. Now I can monetize it and I'm going to monetize it right and do right by the by the creators. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Okay. So we solved it. Yeah. So by the, <laughs> right. 
We did. We solved it. Okay. Well, if History Cool Kids comes out with a wine brand, all all bets are off. I'm going to hunt them down. That is just, oh God. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like I would buy a History of Cool Kids book. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if they well, if came they, out with a book, and then they would pay they would the photographers. To. They would have to. They yeah, would exactly. Be sued into oblivion if they totally printed. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. 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 The publishers would be like, "Let's properly license these images that you've previously ripped off." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What accounts do you follow that steal content, and why do you follow them? Let us know by tweeting at us at Photoshelter, or you can leave a comment on the blog at blog.photoshelter.com. We'll see you next time. Photoshelter is the online leader for photography websites and workflow tools. Archive, distribute, and sell your photos in a mobile-friendly, responsive website. Try one free for 14 days at photoshelter.com slash podcast. Then download one of our free educational guides at photoshelter.com slash resources.